Hey everybody, it's Thursday, December 15th, and today on Texas Rangers with the Boys, part three of our three-part prospect prospectus. Today, we break down the final six players on our top 20 list. Tomorrow is the big day. We're going to have our top 20 in order, starting with number 20, going down to number one. Join us tonight as we get those final six people out of the way on Texas Rangers with the boys. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys. My name is Kevin. Kevin, Kevin Leaf, Twitter and Instagram. I, I do other socials, but I don't have nearly as cool of a way to talk about them as my co-host, the man with the beard that probably should have its own area code uh, and with an appetite that rivals a python. The 300-pound animal, a.k.a. bull. Well, how you doing and where can they find you on the worldwide world of social medias, even TikTok? Um, I'm, I'm very good. I, uh, I, I understand that Python reference because I was just gobbling up deer earlier today and just eating them whole for, for lunch. This venison is delicious. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Manimal Bull. You can find me on Instagram at Manimal300. Man. Um, oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. You can yeah. find me on TikTok at oh. Bull Pro, but I still haven't. I still haven't posted any videos yet. I thought about it yesterday while I was out at Texas Stadium for some high school football with the uh. Bull Man. Uh. Me, and, me and the Bull Man Downs, former FMW bull bull star. Man. Bull and bull, bull man, man, yeah. We hang out. We hang out quite a bit. We uh, we go to. We like to go out and and get, you know, getting some mischief occasionally. And yesterday we uh, we went out to Texas State, or I guess it's AT and T Stadium, to uh, see some high school football. We watched a couple of six man games and uh, the smallest schools that play eleven man football yesterday, and that was a bunch ah. of fun. So, uh, you know, uh, I should have taken some video to document the situation, yeah. but I forgot. Ah, so, uh, yeah. you know, it happens, it happens. And also, also, uh, don't, uh, don't think I forgot about you Facebook people. I, I thought you forgot, man. Bull pro on the Facebook. There probably is some videos on that about the football. Yeah. I'd just be tagged. I'd just be tagged. How long do you think it's going to take for you to respond to a, fin, a friend request on Facebook? Like, what's the what's the time frame? Oh, six eight weeks. Oh, six eight. It's okay, like, so six to eight weeks. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like a, it's like a PCL. Like screen. friend friend requesting <laughs> me is like getting a package um, from China. Where you wait and you wait and you wait and you wait and then all of a sudden you get that package like six to eight weeks later and then you're like, yeah, yeah. you're like, but you can see my stuff until then, I think. So it's not that big a deal. Oh, man. That's the second China reference I think we've had in like three shows. Ooh, Ooh, I better stop. I better stop. They're going to take us off the World Wide Web. Right. We don't want to hurt any. We don't want to get any algorithms on the wrong side. We don't get on the wrong side of any algorithms. 
Uh, I, and I'm not even like I'm not, but you know. And anyway, you know, let, let's, <laughs> today we are in the final segment of our uh, top twenty prospects for the Texas Rangers in the Texas Rangers farm system. Obviously, Josh Young has been excluded from this list. We consider him a big leaguer. He would be the number one guy. No, no hand, no doubt about it. But this way, we have. There's a little mystery, and I'm getting excited because tomorrow we're going to talk. We are going to list them in order. We've talked about them all, but tomorrow we're going to give the top 20, and really it's your top 20 um, prospects in the Texas Rangers organization. Now, for those of you listening, maybe it's your first time. You know, yes, I, I study the Rangers, and, and I, I know my fair share, but by no means am, am I in the weeds as much, especially with the farm system as uh, my colleague here. So again, I trust everything that he says. Every time he says somebody's going to be something or do something, uh, most of the time he's, he's spot on. So if, you, if I trust him, I feel like you guys should trust him. And today uh, we are going to talk about our last six in alphabetical order uh, prospects that are going to find their way on that top 20 uh, list. And again, one more time, just to pump up the show tomorrow, we are going to be talking about our top they're going to be ranking them in the top 20. And what I can't wait to find out, because the Rangers have so many good prospects. Right now, the farm is as strong as it's ever been. What that top going to be? Is it going to be Cole Wynn? Is it going to be who we'll talk about today? Is it going to be Owen White? Who will probably who we're going to talk about today? I mean, there are there are uh, is, it, is it Evan Carter? I mean, we're there's name after name on there. Who's going to be the the next uh, Jason Degrom? Like, nobody knows who's going to be on this top five, but I'm excited to hear about it. Well, who we got on the, uh, the dock for today? Well, I'm just going to not allow um, you to floss over the fact that you continue to say Jake DeGrom wrong. What you, did I this, call him a different name? Today, you know... I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it. We're gonna talk about Takeo Roby. We're gonna talk about uh, Kumar Rocker. We're gonna talk about Ricky Venasco, Owen White, Colwyn, and uh, last but not least for our top twenty prospects, when he will definitely not be number twenty, is uh, uh, Zavala. Ah, Zavala. Aaron Zavala. Zavala. Yes, I just now recovered from laughing off the air, uh, so thanks for giving me enough time to do that. Oh, yeah, you were laughing at your own Jason DeGrom joke. Good, <laughs> good, good, good. <laughs> well, the thing is, is if you don't laugh at your own jokes, are they really even funny? That's the real question. Well, you know, that's if the you real uh, the real question is, are you even telling them for anybody besides yourself? Because that's that, when jokes are really the funniest, when no one that, else is laughing – but you, and you're doing it just for yourself. Shout out to my groomsmen um, in my wedding, who you also know, my man Drew Pavel. I don't know if he wants his first and last name on the air. You can add him on Facebook, too, just to mess with him. He's the one that taught me how to laugh at your own jokes because he would tell jokes all the time and laugh and no one else would laugh, which was the funny part. We laughed at him laughing at his own bad jokes, which – I learned that from him. So shout out to my buddy Drew. So who are we getting into today? What is the who 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 start who are we starting with? 
Takea Roby. Um, okay. He probably will be at Frisco this year. He's a 21-year-old pitcher. He will spend another year, be, like next year will be his 21 season. He um, He's a six-foot, 185-pound starting pitcher. Uh, he was a third-round draft pick Riding back in piece. 2020. So he was one of these guys that they got in the four-round amateur draft. He's a right-handed pitcher. Yeah. He's a plus fastball, plus curveball, plus slider, plus changeup. So now it's just more about putting it together. He's, uh, you know, 92 to 94 on the fastball. He's got uh, – uh, it, it reaches as high as 97. Um, he's got high spin rates and uh, – you know, he's uh, able to carry the ball up in the zone some. So he's able to uh, be deceptive with his fastball. So, you know, 93, 94 is looking more like 97, 98. Um, mm. Upper 70s curveball is probably his best pitch. Um, big downing break. And uh, now since he's been in the big – or since he's been in the system, he's developed a uh, – um, a harder slider that um, he's just now basically last year basically developed and uh, we'll see how that plays this year but it I mean it's got good rating it uh, people uh, you know the people that have seen it on a regular basis you know they they, they rated as pretty high and then he's also uh, a change-up guy that it's more of a Low 80s needs to improve, but it's not as it's not as deep as it probably will be uh, going through this year. Um, so he's you know one thing he's a, s- a little smaller, six one. Um, you know you, you you don't see a ton of really high level starters, but you know you see some. So that's not the the worst thing. And then uh, last year in uh, Hickory. His record wasn't good. ERA wasn't real great. But like we said, you know, he developed a slider in the season, still working on his changeup. So it's not like, you know, those are horrible things because his his strikeout to walk was 126 to 35. And uh, his opponent's batting average was 239, which isn't. Which isn't great, you know. That's I mean, or isn't great as far as the hitting goes. It's pretty decent as far as pitching goes. And and his whip was one point two four, which is which is definitely not great, but it's not bad either. You know, it's definitely. Well, you just never know. I mean, if he's out there working on some pitches, uh, the fact that he's striking out a lot of people at that point, it also sounds like he was staying around the strike zone too, which is rare for a lot of these pitchers these days. I mean, honestly, it sounds like he's got a really live arm, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah, he does. And he's got, I mean, like I said, he's got that super, he's got a really good curveball that, I mean, we're talking like 12 to 6 style curveball. And I think towards the end of the year last year, I mean, he wasn't having the rough outings that he was having early in the year. I mean, he just, you know, he gave up, he gave up some runs, but not a whole lot of runs down the stretch of the season. And that batting average, I mean, he lowered it. He lowered it quite a bit from from you know in his last ten starts. So it wasn't okay. like I mean every every start wasn't bad. And I think he was starting to really get it together at the end of the season. 
And at, and at 21, he's still, you know, relatively young for the Carolina League. I, I think Hickory's still the Carolina League. Uh, they changed the last couple of years, but I think that's still the Carolina League. Um, but, you know, he's just one of those guys. I think he's going to he's gonna develop. It may take a little bit longer for him to develop, but he's, uh, he's on the right pace to, you know, be here in Frisco next year and for us to get a real good look at him this summer. Nice. Tell me his name one more time. Takea Roby, and that's T-E-K-O-A-H. Okay. And Roby, like the old punter. Yeah, Reggie Roby. Roby. Takeo Roby. Awesome. At first, I'm really hearing about him. We talked about him a little off the air, but the fun part for me is, honestly, to hear about him on the air just like uh, a listener would that's never heard of him. Uh, And just to really kind of like recognize that there's some really good uh, players in this farm system that you just probably not that aren't even on some people's radar and uh, really exciting uh, and really can't wait to dig into some of these guys statistics can't wait till the list comes out uh, and we'll put the list on Twitter too uh, and to really like take that list and like start digging into their their minor league stats uh, you know I love doing that kind of stuff so really pumped about it who who we got next on the list? We got some big hitters on the list. All right, not, so our, no our, pun intended, but some uh, big names. On actually, we don't have really any big hitters on the. Well, just <laughs> one big hitter on this list. The the rest of them are pitchers, which is for a, a, a system that uh, struggles to develop pitching, having a lot of pitchers that are not just in their, uh, you know, on their prospect list, but also the the top hundred, hundred and fifty in the in the game of baseball. And having eight, nine of those guys that are thought of that way. Um, but the, our next one is uh, the 2022 first-round draft pick out of Vanderbilt, um, where we're talking about Kumar Rocker here. Wow. And uh, he's a fastball, curveball, slider, changeup. He, uh, he has a plus-plus-plus slider to go along with a plus-plus fastball and curveball. And then the changeup is still in development. But, you know, he's got two plus off-speed pitches already that uh, are going to go – that are going to uh, go a long ways in uh, developing or as he develops as well. So he's he's a big-time fastball slider guy. I mean, worst-case scenario with Kumar Rocker, I think, is is back into the bullpen type guy. Um, his big thing is, is he going to be in the strike zone? Because when he is, I mean – you know he's he's a big time he's a big time strikeout kind of pitcher, and you just got to kind of keep him honest whenever it comes to uh, you know walking guys. Um, but he's a big kid. I mean he's like six five, two forty five at at twenty three. So uh, you know there's and a lot to dad like. Play, dad played pro football, right? Yeah, his dad was a defensive lineman in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, I mean just thoroughbred dude. Tracy. Like, Tracy was his dad's name. Tracy Rocker. I think I remember him from Tech Mobile. But probably so. <laughs> but man, what a physical specimen, dude. And we what's funny is we've been talking about the possibility of getting lighter and rocker on this team before they were on the team. Like well yeah, even when it was an impossibility, it was like, man, wouldn't that be cool? Like if that was if, yeah. if Rocker could have like Last year, you know, oh, maybe Rocker will fall to that second round, which, I mean, he was still top ten pick, so that was, you know, not even close to something that could happen. But um, for him to kind of fall out with the Mets last year and um, 
you know, I think they took him a little early this year, but I think that they took him with the intention of signing him to more like his slot value of the mid twenties. And then we're able to take that money and uh, put it towards Brock Porter and, and give him the most money a fourth rounders ever gotten. But let's be honest, Brock Porter wasn't a fourth round talent. So, you know, yeah. I mean, he got the money that he was he was owed, you know, or or deserved, or at least, you know, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's the uh, the word deserved just yet. But you know, you know like we said, uh, the best high school pitcher in the draft last year for sure, and maybe the best pitcher in the draft last year. So uh, and that's that's saying a lot. Rocker, back to Rocker, yeah, back to Rocker. I mean, he's probably he's been on people's radar for three or four years now like i mean as a as a uh as a freshman in at vanderbilt he was so dominant that people were like i can't wait for this guy to come out and after next year or after the year after that or whatever so we can can we so he can be in the big leagues you know like that he can you know uh, it was just crazy like how good he was at vanderbilt that first year and then even you know even the second and third year he got blown up a little bit in the World Series that one year, but other than that, he was pretty good. I mean, he had 180 Ks in the in the COVID shortened year <laughs> at Vanderbilt. I mean, so like, I mean, he was he was something else. I mean, and and he showed signs of it this year. I kind of got a little bit of a chance to watch him pitch in the AFL in the Arizona Fall League this year, and I think you can if you look for him, you could probably find him. On the MLB network, they probably have the links to those games still up or, or somewhere that you could find. But, um, you know, control was his biggest issue. When he had control, he was really good. Um, it, but when he was walking guys and, you know, he was giving up some runs. But uh, for the most part, when he had his control and he was in the strike zone, you know, pretty good stuff from a kid that had never pitched pro ball besides some semi-pro stuff or whatever independent stuff up in New York a little bit earlier in the season. He just, I mean, he's just one of those guys that like, I'm excited to see where he starts at this year. I probably would imagine that it would be Frisco too. Yeah. I mean, that, that this pitching staff at Frisco next year is going to be something else. It's going to be something to watch. They're going to have some interesting. Yeah. They're going to have some, some guys that I've been, waiting to see in in Frisco for a lot of years or well for a couple of years on some of these guys and and for a little while on the next guy that we're going to talk about yeah I mean and before we move on just because I I just have to say it like I think Rocker has the ceiling of you know a 250k you know sub three earn run average who knows what the longevity of his career is going to look like because that's probably more that's probably the hardest thing to predict from any player regardless, but this guy could have a stretch of years where he strikes out 230, 250 people a season. Uh, and, you know, is one of those guys where everybody's, you know, and again, I'm talking ceiling here uh, where you're like, man is a beast. Um, so really great that the Rangers got it really excited for us. I think as fans, again, for us to talk about it, we almost talked about it like it was unbelievable. Like, there's no way. But look but at what us what they now, did in this last year's draft. Guys, I mean, you know? we've talked about it several times, but, 
I mean, between that, stealing Gutierrez out from underneath the Nationals, I mean, there's some there's some really stealthy moves that have happened in these last several years for the Rangers to develop the bullpen that, or the, I mean, the farm system that they have. I mean, it really is. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. There's some really good draft picks in this top 20 that that the Rangers made, but I mean, there are some guys in here that the reason they're here is because they made some, a real, uh, you know, a really nice move to get them. Right. Well, let's not belabor too long. Uh, that was part of my fault, but let's, Let's move to the next guy because there's another stud right after, right after Rocker. All right, our next one, right, right after it. I mean, this is a guy that they took in the fifteenth uh, round in 2017, and somehow convinced him to come play pro ball instead of instead of go to the University of Florida. Um, but he was a uh, um, Ricky Venasco is who I'm talking about. He's a right-handed pitcher. Again, he's a fastball curveball changeup. And his, you know, his fastball and curveball are plus pitches. His changeup leaves a little bit to be desired. But this is a guy, you know, I mean, he had uh, he had Tommy John after the uh, 2020 or he, let's see. Yeah. Um, before, like after the 2020 season, he had Tommy John. Um, he was, you know, got back last year. Um, they started him in Hickory. Uh, so basically, you know, last year I, I, he, he worked his way to Frisco, made a couple of starts in Frisco last year. Um, but another guy that he's just going to be, a, a you know, he's going to be at Frisco this year too. And, and they're just looking at, you know, they're going to have a staff at Frisco. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's a, he's a. He's a guy that if he can figure out how to go from two to one to three to one on his walk, his strikeout to walk ratio, he's going to he's going to really turn that corner this year because uh, um, you know he just too, he gives up too many walks. That's his biggest issue, and 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 everything he does is, is gives up too many walks, and it leads to base hits and untimely base hits that you know inflated earned run average. Right, um, but. Well- He's one of those guys that I'm still excited about because I think, like we said, if he can turn that corner from going from a guy that strikes out two to one to three to one, he's going to, you know, because that means that strikeout or that walk number went way down, and that's going to be a big thing for him. That's I think that's really where he's at right now just as a pitcher in general. He's a 24-year-old guy that's, I mean, at that point in his career where he's ready to make that turn. And I think he's, I think this is probably the year that he either, you know, makes that turn or we start not seeing him in these, these, these uh, lists anymore. Well, and and he sounds, the name, okay, you know, I love this kind of stuff, but he sounds like a major league player though. Like the name sounds like somebody that could like be a, you like Ricky Vanasco? Yeah, yeah. Coming out of the bullpen, Ricky Vanasco. That, That just, it's got a ring to it. It sounds cool. He's an older guy, which I think, which kind of leads me to believe that the Rangers might give him a look before. Yeah, well, and the younger, he's in the younger and, 20s. And he's on the 40 man roster, which is that, that's another, another reason why about, he will. Though. Yeah, I mean, because he got yeah, put so, on that 40 man last year. He was one of the guys that was last year, he was. You know, available had to be on the forty man. So he's one of those guys that he's on the forty man. 
And, you know, they may just scrap that change up altogether and, and let him play fastball, curveball in the bullpen. They love it. Love but it. they're going to give him every chance guys. to start. I mean, he's going to yeah, get them chances to start. So who we got next? Benasco. All right. Come on. Uh, this is this is uh, this next guy. I mean, we're just we're just talking about guys that are probably going to pitch in uh, uh, Frisco apparently today. Um, the next one, second round draft pick, um, 2018. So he's a guy we've already talked about this year. He got put on the 40 man roster. Uh, he's a 23 year old right hander, six three, hundred ninety nine pounds. Uh, Owen White. We've talked about him a couple of times. Big time fastball, good curveball, big time slider, good changeup. So I mean, we're talking plus plus on the fastball and slider, and plus on the curveball and changeup. Uh, he's a man. He's moved himself up the up the prospect list every uh, every year since he's been in there, been here. Um, he fell kind of way down because he had he was one of the decelerated pitchers that that had the Tommy John. Oh. Yeah, Tom, that old Tom John man. Uh, uh, but I'm the, I'm, uh, in the deceleration. Thing. Yeah, uh, I know, I know. It leads. It, apparently, we found out that it leads to Tommy John surgery. Is what we found out. It's like, let's it just get to, all these guys Tommy John real quick before we. Yeah, see who's surgery. gonna make it back. Um, but he's one. He's one of the guys. He's made it back. Um, he didn't end up making his pro debut until 2021 because of the. Uh, pandemic in 2020 uh then he broke his pitching hand in his first first start back mm. for, at uh i guess he was probably at uh hickory or down east at that time and uh missed most of that season worked his way back then just went to the arizona fall league and was pitcher of the pitcher of the league so he won the most outstanding pitcher in the fall league last year in 2021. So two years ago now, because we've had one that already happened for, it's been passed. So, um, but he was the pitcher of the uh, year in the Arizona fall league. He comes back from the fall league last year, starts at Hickory and just kind of owns the league for the whole time he's there. He was, he was really good. He was, I mean, I would even dare say outstanding Last year at Hickory, I mean, you know, when he was on, he was on. And like we were talking about, I mean, that 90 to 20 strikeout ratio, strikeout to walks, low yeah. opponent's batting average, 1.19 whip. I mean, he was just pretty, I mean, he was really good there. 399 ERA, but, you know, more yeah, like because yeah, of well. not enough innings, you know, like 58 innings, what are you going to get out of that? Moves on to Frisco, excels in Fr or you know, pitches even better at Frisco, and then they shut him down about three quarters of the way through the season, and maybe even a little further into the season than that. I think it was just mostly because he'd never pitched that many innings. He was coming up on ninety innings, and he'd never been at that point in his career, and so yeah. they just uh, slowed him down. And I think this year he'll start the year at Frisco, but he'll probably be. He'll probably be in uh, uh, Round Rock before. Before well, well, we have season. done a lot on. We've done a lot on Owen. I want to hear more about him. I think you can jump back into that forty man, uh, in that forty man episode if you want to. 
got next because I think I'm pretty pumped about this one too. But All right, one so we our next about one, on the 40 another guy. Yeah, another guy that we've talked about several times, um, Cole Wynn. He's, again, you know, he's what he's a 6'2", 190-pounder, first-round draft pick in 2018, uh, worked his way onto the 40-man roster this year. And uh, I would say that there's a, a good chance that at some point this year he's going to play in the big leagues. Hmm. Yeah. And if definitely. he doesn't, that just means things have went really well. I mean, because I can't imagine that he's going to be as poor at Round Rock next year as he was this year. Uh, right. You know, I think I think he pitched a lot hurt this year, and I think also, you know, the, the that kind of turns into hurting your mechanics. And I mean, I don't think this is a guy that's going to walk eighty-seven guys a season, or you know, have that kind of eighty-seven yeah. walks in one hundred and twenty-one innings. So, you know, I mean, another guy that we've talked about at length, um, whether whether it was the 40-man or talking starting about pitching. starting pitching. Yeah, so, you know, he's another guy. I don't think we have to talk a whole lot about him. He's fallen the pro- down the prospect list a little bit, but it's just because he's getting older. And, uh, you know, I mean, because he, he's going to be 23 this year. So, I mean, I still think he's probably going to be a, a back end of the rotation pitcher for sure. Nice, nice. All right, let's take it home. Who's who's the right. final the final guy on the list? Doesn't mean he's number twenty uh, on the rankings, but it definitely means he is the last guy we'll talk about uh, in depth. Okay, so this is twenty twenty one second rounder. So Jack Leiter was the first rounder. This guy was the second rounder. He's a twenty uh, two year old outfielder that uh, played his college baseball at the uh, University of Oregon. And uh, um, his name is Aaron Zavala, or yeah, Zavala. Zavala. I think it's Zavala. Zavala. Yeah, I mean, Zavala. The the Texan in me knows it's Zavala. <laughs> uh, but he was a big time uh, college bat. I think he was one of those guys that everybody kind of knew about coming out of Oregon, and it was like just really a question of will he put it all together at the next level? And he kind of has. I mean, he's a Probably, I think probably pans out to be a left fielder at the big league level. Um, but I also think that he's one of those guys that he's learned he's le- he's learned early that the game is on base percentage, and getting on base is important and it means a lot to the team. And he's just one of those guys that he's he's played at four different levels now in the in the Rangers system. And his batting average, is, or I mean, his on-base percentage last year overall it was four nineteen. This year overall it was four twenty. So he's just one of those guys that he's figured out wow. that batting average means a lot, and he gets on base at a really good clip, and he's able to, you know, walk quite a bit. And I just think that, uh, I mean, he'll probably. I think he. I think he had a little injury at, in the fall league, um, and again he was killing it at the fall league before he had this injury, getting on base a whole bunch. Um, but I think uh, at the, I think it's a little uh, elbow problem in the right arm. I saw somewhere where it'll be back probably around May. So he may have had the Tommy John just to, doesn't take as long for position players to get back. Um, but it may not have been, it may have just been like a sprain where he's just going to be out for a little while. But either way, I mean, when he comes back in May, he's going to be just fine, and he'll probably start either 
you know, a handful, a little bit at Frisco before he gets moved up. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know if they like, if they want to see more than 112 at bats from him in, in double A before they move him up or not. But I mean, he's, he's a guy that he's a hand. He's going to, he's going to play in the big league somewhere. And uh, we'll just kind of see, I mean, he's, he's one of those guys, he's got advanced bat to ball skills and he makes repeated contact with, you know, a quick swing and he's a left-hander. You know, so, I mean, he's just – he's very – like, I mean, 420 on base percentage, man. I mean, he's got right. discipline. He's got yeah, discipline, it looks like, even if that – Well, it looks like I'm, – I'm, I'm actually pulling the stats now. It looks like he's actually really never for an entire season since um, his uh, – I guess you would say his second – his second to last season in college. Um, I guess that might have been his junior or senior year. The guy has never been under a 400 on base percentage. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I think he's just one of those guys that uh, he understands from a very young age that getting on base is important and it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be swinging at bad pitches to try and get on base with contact that he can get on base and he can control the strike zone and, and get the pitch that he wants to see. And, and I mean, he's got an advanced eye for a kid that's 22. I mean, what a stud! Two eighty-nine walks last year in five hundred bats. I mean, yeah, that's I mean yeah, that's he, big time. He filled up the he filled up the stat sheet too, man. Fourteen stolen bases, doubles, three triples. Uh, what? Uh, wow! Like, I'm glad this guy. I'm glad you put this guy on my radar because, I mean, he really looks like a a major leaguer and and could probably possibly be trade bait or could be a guy that. You don't, one of those guys, the only reason you sign a, a corner outfielder for a year because you're trying to keep keep your options open for a guy like yeah, this. Man, what him, a stud. And, him and Evan Carter are on the way. So I know that they're uh, I know they're trying to keep their options limited when they're right now in the free agent market on outfielders because they don't want to tie somebody up because they really like these guys and they want to give them a chance to grow from inside. And, and you know, I mean, he's he kind of – uh, if if you could give Bubba Thompson his eye, you could you right. could really make something <laughs> happen. You know, like if you could just those bat the ball skills that Aaron Zavala has. If, they, if Bubba Thompson had those, he'd be. It, we wouldn't even be worried about left field right now. He might be like Dave Winfield or something. Well, <laughs> maybe not that. But it, but <laughs> a Hall of Famer, you know. Well. Brother, uh, I think it's time we kind of wrap it up and get really get yeah and get pumped up for uh, tomorrow and our top twenty uh, prospects list. Uh, first and foremost, I want to thank you, Bull, just for taking the time and effort to put all these guys on a list and really take you know figure out who you, who you like. And I know that you didn't just do this overnight. Uh, you probably spent probably you know a long time uh, examining these guys, even seeing some of them in person. Um, so appreciate you appreciate everybody that listens to the show and, and listens to us rattle on about baseball and me get, uh, Jake DeGrom's name wrong. Um, so thanks everybody for listening. Bull, you got anything? Roll out. Just, uh, people do love lists. So, um, you know, join us tomorrow as we rattle off 20 names that we think you should know about. (laughs) Awesome. Well, hey, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. This has been Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys signing out.